0: naked shamanism welcome to with insights radio i'm your host iggy garcia i will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism metaphysical and holistic so sit back and relax and enjoy the show right. whatever welcome everybody to uh, iggy garcia live i'm iggy garcia um, hope you can stick around with me here for a little bit um as I do my show, I'm going to be talking a little bit about just what's been going on. And before we start a show, we always kind of light a candle and give thanks to our ancestors, those who come before us, those people who have trailblazed the path for us, remembering them. You just take a moment to just kind of think about them and all the things they had to go through and all the things that they had to travel and do. Um, like or dislike, you know? Your ancestors got you here um sometimes they're just the donor sometimes they just passing on the jeans and that's it but uh the rest of the work is up to you as you travel and you're doing this so light we'll this candle for them and they'll burn through the show and we'll uh get a little sage going here some ceremonial sage just kind of clear the room a little bit just kind of open up the space a little bit Give us a little bit of clearing and cleansing. May the highest purpose we serve. Take a smoke into my eyes, my mouth, my ears, my spirit, my heart. Giving thanks to all those who I love and care about. I want to dedicate this show to uh, Chief Cloudpiler, who suffered a heart attack the other day. And on Sunday, for those of you who don't know, those of you who know Chief Cloudpiler, he's a very good friend of mine. And you know, <clears throat> he's a uh, He's brought me and a lot of the people along the way in learning different cultures and different styles and different things. And so I wanna give thanks to Chief Kloppotter and his family in the Nemenha for all their, all they do for speed recovery as he goes through uh, his life-changing event. So holding space for him today on the show, giving thanks to uh, everybody who has helped me get to this place. So, I just want a couple things coming up uh, tomorrow at uh, Zendoa Healing Arts in Bell Ohio. We will be uh, holding a drum circle. For those of you who can come to the drum circle, I invite you all to uh, participate with us. I believe that starts at 6 o'clock. You can actually look up Zendoa here, I think, uh, and get their address if you decide to go. And uh, we can uh, go to the fireworks in Rushavania, Ohio. Where my wife is from, you know, Rushville, Ohio is a small town for stop signs and they hold uh fireworks every year. And so I'm pretty excited about that. Looking forward to uh seeing the fireworks in Rushville again. It's it's a quaint little town. Quaint little town, small little town, but you know, it's it's nice to be part of that and be, you know, in that space with all those folks sharing uh, Fourth of July. So our topic today is, it is July, July is just right around the corner, several hours are here, and then June is gone, June 30th, wow, we've gone all the way through June, it's hard to believe that we have flown through this, just this month, this month just feels like it just went, wooing. and it probably did, it probably did, so there's, um uh, there's, uh there's a lot to to soak in what's been happening around the world right now there's a lot of things going on there's there's just so much to even fathom what's happening in the world because just you know when we think we got it all together you know we don't and um so much tragedy but yes amongst the tragedy there's also some good things that happen too i also want to remember you know maybe we don't see it maybe we don't notice it because we're so busy hanging on to all the things that are wrong in the world You know, it's easy to think about all the things and focus on that energy. And people ask me, why do we have more? Because we focus on that. As human beings, we focus on the things that are most prevalent, the thing that's most uh, connected to us and more uh, things that just are different from our everyday life. So that's why we see a lot of it, because it's there. The good, the bad, and the ugly, it's there. And the thing is, Where we focus and where we put our energy is what we see. And so every day we're moving through life and we have opportunities to better our lives and to do things much better than we did before. You know, here I am as I work through the process of uh, healing pieces and parts of myself, as all of you are doing, you know, where do I put my focus? Where do we put our focus? And that's important to know where we put our energy and our focus on stuff. It's easy to feel angry and upset that all kinds of things are going wrong. If the world's falling apart, you know, someone sent me a message. Oh, what can we do to help Mother Earth or help Sky Father? And so, and I'm thinking to myself, what can we do to change our focus versus trying to fix something that we possibly couldn't fix? Sky Father, Earth Mother, they, they got it. Okay. see, this is this is the illusion that human beings are so arrogant. We think that we're going to fix Mother Earth that we're going to fix a sky father and that we're going to be able to uh, change creation or creator. The only thing that we we have a hard time doing is even fixing our own lives, our own personal lives, our own meaning, our own existence is also very difficult to just change. But it can be done. It can be done, but we have to put a lot of energy a lot of focus and a lot of attention on working on the pieces and aspects of us. And most people don't want to do that. Most people would rather grovel through the misery and the anger and the and the frustration. Because you know what? Honestly, it's quite easy to be upset. It's quite easy to be angry. It's it's easier to be, you know, frustrated with some another human being instead of trying to work on things. Other human beings you, me, we all have our ideas about how we think life should be, right? And, you know, and the thing is, life isn't hard, man. We make it hard. We make it hard because we think we have to make it hard. We think that we have to create uh, dysfunction to have function. And I'm here to tell you that's not true. That's not true. We're not, We. we keep, I see it all the time. I hear it all the time. Oh, Iggy, these people treat me bad. Oh, Iggy, this thing happened to me. Oh, Iggy. And, you know, my my family, my blah, blah, blah. You know what? Honestly, your family, the only reason they bother you or pick on you is because they can. Because they want to and they think they can. And when we empower them and we give them that that power, they're going to use it against us. Every single time. Listen, no... You're only disempowered if you believe you're disempowered. You only believe that something people have things hold things over you if you believe they can. I fall in these traps. You fall in these traps. But in honest, in all honesty, nobody can really do anything to you. Nobody can. You think you, they they can. You believe that they can hurt you. They believe that they can change and manipulate you. But if you're in a manipulative situation, then you're just as guilty as the person manipulating you. You got to get out of the manipulation. Oh, but I can't, it's too hard. I have to, you know, sometimes you have to sacrifice a lot of things in order to find your true bliss and peace inside of you. But a lot of people aren't willing to find the true bliss inside of them because it takes work. And people, a lot of people don't want to do the work. And this work that I'm talking about is making these critical decisions for your life in making these decisions that will alter how you live. You may not have the same set of friends in the next year because of the decisions you make. You know, your friends, you have friends and I have friends who have cut us off and they actually have done us a favor. They have done us a grand favor because now we don't have to put up with the crap, the bullshit and all this stuff that comes with having those kind of friendships. Those aren't friendships. Those aren't friendships. You know, those are people who just haven't figured out the pieces and parts of themselves and you know be blessed and grateful to the stars that somebody left you and somebody doesn't want nothing to do with you why do you want to hang on to people who don't want nothing to do with you i i see this all the time oh but they were such great friends they were great friends in that moment in time in a specific moment in time they were great friends they served a purpose everybody is on loan to us my children, my wife, my friends, my body, my mind, my spirit, my soul, it's all on loan to us. This breaks down, man. This this physical being of myself breaks down. This body that I carry around and house my spirit, my soul in there, it has, it's a finite, it breaks down. Eventually it will end. This version of myself will no longer exist. Your version of yourself will no longer exist. So why do you want to go through life miserable? You can if you want to. I can't. I'm not holding you back. If you want to be miserable and you want to be upset with the world and frustrated with the world. And Iggy Garcia doesn't understand because you're not in my shoes. You know, honestly, I don't want to be in your shoes. Those are your shoes and sometimes they don't fit. And the reason you have your own problems is because you have to work through the situations and through the energy that you need to move and push and pull out. Now, since your friends and those people who left you are no longer with you, how is your life? Ask yourself that question. How is life? Is it better or is it worse? I would have to say it might be better. How could it be worse if the people who tormented you and the people who created you and manipulated you are no longer there? If you were with a significant other who was abusive to you and they're no longer there. Yeah. There's trauma. Yeah. There's things that happen. There's scars. You know, I have scars on my hands when I got burned. They're there, but this doesn't affect my life. My life is not affected by the scars in my body. The scars inside my spirit, my soul are not affected. Don't affect me the way that you think they do. You cannot allow these things to manipulate you. You cannot play this game with yourself of your, of personal manipulation of self. Why, why do we suffer? Because there's suffering. There's something to learn inside the suffering. Once you learn it, move. You know, it's like, it's like sports, man. I had a coach tell me, when you score a goal, act like you've been there. Put the ball in the net and move on to the next play. Celebrate for two seconds and move on and go score another one and go score another one stop and see that's if if we saw life that way that sometimes the things that hurt us the most are sometimes the things that make us the strongest even our successes make us really strong and also makes us very very attuned to what we need to do but so many of us are so busy harping about what happened yesterday yesterday's gone unless that person is still in your life, then you have things to worry about. Then you have things to think about. If these people are still in your life and these people are still causing you chaos, then how do you break the cycle? You know, I hear a lot of people, Oh, it's, it's, it's easy to say, I'm just going to stop. It is easy. It's just going to stop. You know, you come to a point when you come in your life, you come to this place where, you know what, you just, you care, but you don't care at the same time. And it's like, why did I let that bother me? How can, it's because you were a different person. You were a different human being in that moment. But as you progress through life, as you transition through life and you move into these new spaces in life, listen, the things I'm talking to you, this is what I talk with my clients. This is what I talk with through my shamanic practice, working through people and breaking through the barriers. These are barriers that we have to break down and reconstruct to create new healthy limits and boundaries. You know, people at work, people at play, they trigger you. Well, they trigger you because there's pieces and parts of yourself that behave in the same manner. And that's why you feel it. They trigger you because you believe that they have power over you. They don't have any power over you. Nobody has power over you. No one can say anything. But There's a piece and part of us that believes that that person might know something about us that we may just not know about ourselves. This is not true. It's all a farce. I know I'm making it. <clears throat> I know I'm, I'm making it very simplistic and very simple because it is. You know, if you want to cross the street, you can do two things: you can wait at the light, or you can jaywalk and get across and maybe dodge a few cars here and there. Either way, you're getting across, right? But there's no guarantee if you wait at the light, or if you jaywalk, <laughs> you may get hit by a car. Because people on the other side of the factors are doing their things too. Somebody runs a red light, boom. Somebody's jaywalking, they don't see you, boom. Playing it safe doesn't help either because it's not, you're not, playing it safe doesn't make anything better. Knowing that you can be safe in these particular situations, yes, the light helps me get, makes me more cognitively aware. But if I jaywalk, I am cognitively aware that I am only in control up to a certain extent of what i have control of because as you take the risk with your personal body to cross the street in a busy street there's no guarantee that somebody didn't not does not see you and then runs you over at the light you have a higher chance to cross the street safely because we have set parameters and we have set ideas of stuff you know i always hear about and people talking about uh injustice injustice for everybody oh we should stand up for this person and that person so i saw this video the other day and i found it very fascinating and i'm going to tell you the premise of the video so the professor walks into the classroom and it's obviously <laughs> a civics class of some sort some some kind of law class and you know he begins to berate this one student you out of my class get out of here now i don't want to see you here don't ever come back and the student's going. what what did I do? What's going on? And everybody else is like, you see their faces and they're all perplexed and angry and no one says anything. And the teacher proceeds to throw her out. You know, and then at the moment, the teacher, everything's calmed down. Everybody's kind of going through their emotions. And then the teacher goes, all right. So what is this class about? Well, it's about injustice. It's about civics. It's about um uh, equity it's about this and that and then the teacher goes y'all you're a bunch you're a bunch of hypocrites every single one of you are hypocrites every single one of you you watched me throw this student out for no apparent reason for no apparent reason i had no excuse for turning her out and you all sat there every single one not one of you not one of you spoke up to defend her <clears throat> not one zero why because you were all protecting your asses because you didn't want to be the next one thrown out and you know and you're not as in control as you think you are and you're not as you're not really into what you think you say you are and you watched me throw a student a, another student one of your former your classmates out and none of you stood up and fought for her right and why she's being thrown out <laughs> because all of you are too busy worrying about your ass and we do that every day every day we do that we do that every day oh that situation is different so they probably deserved it oh this but you know what if there's injustice is injustice right until proven differently but that's how society works. Oh man, I don't want to I don't want to be next. You know, society works that way. Society works in a way that it doesn't always help everybody. We like to talk a good story that we're good Samaritans and we help everybody, but not that guy. <laughs> not that girl. Oh, she hurt me. He hurt me. Oh, they were mean to me. It doesn't matter. How they treated me. They should know better. They should know better how to treat a person, another person. Do they? Does the person who wronged you and hurt you? Do they really know why they're hurting you? Do you know that maybe they are so hurt that they don't even know how to communicate to you what they're feeling inside? But you're so wounded. You're so upset because they treated you so bad. You can't move, you can't move left or right of that person. But you're nice to everybody else. And I'm also the same way, right? I've thrown people out of my, my situations and my circles and stuff because they didn't serve my higher purpose, right? But did I give them a chance to see what was going on? Maybe yes, and maybe no. Because I was thinking about the others. When there's injustice, I stepped up in the moment and I throw someone out. Don't violate that person. You're violating them. Get out. But if I let the violation happen and I let that person violate another human being in my presence, then I am guilty. I'm just as much the violator for allowing it to happen. Oh, but that's, no. When you see an injustice, using just just like my buddy who's my christian buddy he sent me this nice little meme where these guys are skipping stones and they're hitting the lgbq uh community it's a little cartoon and you know i'm looking you know you know if 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 you're a christian your first thing is a, thee who has who's uh, free of sin may cast the first stone boy he never said anything back to me after that and it's so convenient that we could be nice and mean to people. And I know that humans don't get along with everybody. And I, know, I get it. I understand. I, I understand that clearly. And I get it that it's not always going to be hunky-rosy and hunky-dory. But I tell you, when when people leave your presence, when people leave your life, be thankful in that moment. Be thankful. Do people come back in our lives? Sure. Because a lot of times they're misunderstandings and people don't understand. Sometimes we're so locked up in our own emotions that we don't hear and we don't listen. I'm guilty of this too, where I just, my opinion is so strong that the way that I see life can't be wrong (laughs) whatever. I've been wrong so many times, my friends. I've been wrong so many times. You know, when we start to understand that other human beings are just like us, there's no difference. They pee, they poop, they eat, they, sh- they throw up, they get fat, they get skinny, they drink water, they drive a car. The only difference between you and other human beings is your thought process, your heart process, and how you process anything that comes into your life. You know, is it good for me? Not good for me. Should I know healthy limits and boundaries? Blah, blah blah. Yeah, we create healthy limits and boundaries with other people because we don't want other people just to do whatever they want. What am I? am not saying just let people do whatever they want because that's not right either. But it starts with you. It starts with me. When we create healthy limits and boundaries, healthy limits and boundaries with other people, and we teach other people to have those boundaries that we create for ourselves. You know, just saying no. I'm sorry, but that that, that doesn't really jive with me. Sometimes we wait, too, we wait too long to address something that's in, the, you know, that's in our life that's bothering us. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's just something that happened between two people who was a total misunderstanding. My God, there's so many misunderstandings in life in this world. So many people who just, the lack of listening is what causes the problem half the time. They didn't. They only were listening to the inner dialogue in their own personal head. You know, for years I thought I couldn't do it because my dad told me I couldn't do it. Without him, boy, that was just ingrained in my life. And what did I do? I went off and tried to prove him wrong for years, opening business after business, failing after failings. And when did I finally figure it out? When he died it took me i had to figure out when he passed away he never had control over me in his mind he thought he was helping me and motivating me to do better but i couldn't communicate that to that to him and that's the problem sometimes we can't communicate things to people and they can't they can't read our minds and that's another thing it, don't assume that people know what is going on. You I know, don't assume that people don't know what's happening because they don't. I don't even know what's going on with people in my house. I don't know what's going on in their lives. I don't know what they're feeling. I just know they're feeling. I just know they're going through stuff. So those are the things I'm trying to say. You know, focus on what you want. Focus on what life means to you because life is very short when you start to break it down you waste we waste more energy trying to debunk and debate the things that are wrong in the world you know there's things yeah there's things going on in the government yeah there's things happening our government has control over us but can we do anything about it i'm sure we could but it will take something that you may not want to do it may take something that you may not even consider you know, everybody just assumes that whatever, because somebody did, some, did something a certain way, that that's wrong. But you're not in the mind of these other people. You're only in the mind of yourself and the program that, you, that you've that you collectively carried through your life. <laughs> you know, when, when the British Empire <clears throat> was col- colonizing all over the world, they were invading people's lives. But the English didn't see it that way. They thought they were helping. excuse me but you know but they were taking something that didn't belong to them and the people rose and stood up and eventually you know over 100 years we just got hong kong just got returned back to china how does this happen this belief and ideology we're programmed. Every single one of us is programmed. Hey, nobody in this room tells me you're programmed. You're all programmed. I'm programmed. You're all programmed. Now, you can deprogram the programming if you're, if you're cognitively aware of what you're being programmed and how you're being programmed. That's the trick. How do you move out of this programming? What is this programming? What does this overlay this watermark that we see? What is this thing that we're not cognitively aware of? We all go to school, most of us, even if it's homeschooling. We all believe that education is important. Maybe there's some validity in that, maybe there's not. We all shop pretty much in the same store. Um, Oh, But I go to a better store. I go to Aldi's. I go to Whole Foods. They have better quality food. Prove it to me. Prove it to me. I learned a valuable lesson one time when I was doing CSA. One time, and the CSA is, uh, you know, it's it's agricultural uh, groups that you know grow crops and they and they sell them, you know, in a in a farmers market and so we would create these foods and stuff and and we would share. But then I remember one time I I asked one of the guys, so where is this, this this is Amish watermelon? Oh no, this is I got this from the the warehouse. <laughs> and I'm going, is it organic? Well, he told me everything's organic cuz it comes from the ground. Is it certified organic? Well, that's different. The government specifies what what can't be put in. It's the questions we ask. You know, you have to ask the right questions. If you don't ask the right questions, you're not gonna get the right answers. So I was surprised by this because I was like promoting ourselves as being all natural, no chemicals. And we're growing this in our yards because we were. And you know, I learned a lesson that, you know, that it doesn't, it's it's not always that way. And there was a part of me felt weird, felt guilty, you know. But that's on me because I have a conscience and I, I think about it. I'm thinking about other people and I, and my reputation, you know, what I'm doing. Other people, you know, they're just scrupulous and they just do it and they just, they just do it. A buck is a buck is a buck. It doesn't matter how they get it, they're going to get it. And, you know, I learn a lot of lessons in business like this. Now, you know, I've talked about this on the shows before about, billionaires you know billionaires billionaires need customers in order to, to buy and to make the things that they do right they need they need clientele so who are the clientele everybody who buys from them but yet everybody still buys from them you know you buy your computers it's, you know, it's got a microsoft in it or it's got macintosh or whatever you know your cell phones you have your cell phones and those cell phones have cobalt in it, which is uh, a, a mineral that's can only be mined a certain way. But yet, we buy clothes from China. We buy things from China. We buy clothes from, you know, Pakistan, Afghanistan. We We buy these cell phones that are... We're all hypocrites. We all talk a good game. Oh, poor sweatshop kids. But yet, we still buy the stuff. Oh, there's nothing we can do. No, well, there's a lot we can do. Stop buying. I've heard people. You know, remember, remember your buddies. Let's not buy gas for a day and see what happens. Nothing would happen. Yeah, they'd have a little dip, but the next day you're buying gas, right? So we are, we are entangled in this web, this nasty web of life. This web. That we think that we're free of. We're not free of any web. We're not free of any manipulation. We're not free of any billionaire or trillionaire. Because they all in some way or another affect our lives. If you buy from Amazon, I buy from Amazon. That guy makes billions and billions of dollars, right? I remember when he first started, he almost went out of business because nobody believed in the concept. But they kept pushing the concept. Well you buy from buy it, we deliver it to you buy it, deliver it to you. Nobody even thought in their right mind that that was kind of that stuff was going to go. And then when the pandemic game came, those guys made billions and billions of dollars off our backs because we weren't allowed to go to the store. Billions. It wasn't like 100 million. It was billions of dollars. We supported that. You know, we talk about helping the homeless, you know, how many of you, how many of you? I mean, there'll be some of you who go out and support the homeless. How do we support the homeless? How should we support the homeless? Without making these these groups and these organizations to, you know, fund and collect money and then pay themselves and then give a little percentage to the homeless people. Kind of like the, the cancer foundations, you know, they do that. You know, they give you all these little pink f- things and they ask you for money and then a, a portion of that goes to pay off all, all their CEOs and stuff. And then not only a small portion goes to the actual study of the cancer itself. You know, in the metaphysical community, we all know that our, it's ourselves fighting against ourselves, oh, against ourselves. Why can't they figure that out? What? Why is it so hard for them to understand that? A billionaire is only a billionaire because we give them what they need, what they want, because they give us what we think we need. You know, we're in it. Enjoy the ride, figure it out, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna move through this energy that we help create? You know, people don't become billionaires just out of the blue. They become billionaires because we empower them. We buy their shit, we buy their stuff. We use their fuel, we use their technology. That they should give back to the poor, blah, blah, blah. Who says they don't? I mean, it's a tax write-off for them, right? I'm assuming so. But who says that billionaires don't give to people? I see endowments and I see things where they, they give back to communities, give back to the poor, give back to whoever. But in the end, it's like someone coming to your bank account going, well, you need to give us $500 of your account because you've got too much and you need to give it to this guy. Now, they have so much money that they won't even be able to spend it in their lifetime. But my point is it's their money that they made off our backs. Now, I do believe that billionaires, I believe corporations need to pay taxes. I don't think they need to be exempt I don't think they need to even churches, I'm I'm still I'm like that with churches, they need to pay taxes. Everybody needs to be accountable and support and help. That way the people who burden and hold and make this world go round aren't burdened by that. The Catholic Church, the Protestant Church, the Christian church, all the different churches, you know, synagogues and everybody and all these big corporations, they all need to pay their taxes, they all need to pay their fair share. But they got spin doctors and they have lawyers and they have, you know, hey, well, this is what we're bringing to the community. Oh, we don't want them to go to another community because then we will lose them. Oh, no, we need to have this company here because if not, they're going to go to Tennessee and they're going to give jobs to other people. But yeah, that's what happens. It's called manipulation. You're being manipulated. Our leaders are being manipulated. Give them a tax break. Uh, you know most in most countries the leaders are actually pretty shitty because they don't really think about the common person. I don't care who it is, you know, I don't care what country you're talking about. they're usually pretty shitty because they gotta get taxes off the backs of the people because most corporations are sheltered you know, and this is what happens. the common folk pay the price. And we are the ones to help keep all this infrastructure in business. The reason all this infrastructure exists is because we keep it alive. We keep it moving. We keep it flowing. Because we've been trained like cattle to use it and buy it. You go to Kroger's, you buy, right? You buy what you need, yeah. But you've been taught how to buy. You've been taught how to shop. You're no different than the animal that's being sent to slaughter. You're being sent... It's a slaughter in the sense where well, they steal or they rape your checkbook. You go to the store. They raise all prices. They raised all the these prices just recently. Okay, all the prices have gone up, jacked up. And there's no need for that. But it's an opportunity. Because you know what? No one says that. But nobody cares. Nobody freaking cares. Everybody just goes, oh my god, they raised the prices. That's so expensive. Oh, I just I just hear people down the store. I can't believe the avocado costs so much anymore. Well, things cost the way they do is because we are just allowed to happen. We say, well, you know, it's it's the way it is. It's the way it always has been. That's the crap that puts, this is why we're all where we're at. Because that crappy mentality, that laissez-faire mentality, you know. Oh, well, you know, it's bound to happen. You know, we, we have to, you know, the economy, everything. Crap. Thirty thousand dollar cars, three four hundred thousand dollar homes in my neighborhood. Okay, which a house is probably worth one hundred eighty two hundred thousand maybe, but these houses are going for four hundred thousand. The house I live in, I can sell it today for four hundred thousand dollars. Why? because we create this this imaginary economy. We create this imaginary want. The whole world is screwed and we're worrying about Mother Earth and Sky Father. How are we gonna save Mother Earth and Sky Father? Well, Mother Earth and Sky Father, all they gotta do is shake and we're gone. What you need to worry about is how you're gonna survive the next day. How are you gonna be? Most of us, the majority of us here, Not all of us, but a lot of us are living paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. Every day you work your ass off and you get a check, it's gone. You have to work again, it's gone. Why? Because that's the system. They want it like that. These these companies don't pay any taxes. They make all this money, this profit, and yet they won't share with you. Because they don't have to. That's the illusion. People think that these big, huge corporations have to share things with you, they don't have to share anything with you. They don't have to share a penny with you. You put them in business. you made them rich. I made them rich. Every time I buy on amazon.com and I buy a piece of something, I'm making somebody richer every day. If I go to the store if I go to Kroger's, I'm making somebody some money. So this illusion that you know we're like these revolutionaries because we we go to Whole Foods and we buy, or because we grow things in our yard. Oh yeah, I grow things in my yard. Look, you know, you know when winter comes, you're right back at the store. You're shopping again. You know when we understand that we've helped create this system that we live in, this system and this 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 box that we've created, this mouse this mousetrap, and they keep moving our cheese around. And thinking that just because they move the cheese around, oh yeah, things are changing. Not changing anything. Things are getting more expensive. You know, we had, we had lockdowns and we had all this kind of, you know, vaccinations. We had all these things that went on. And everybody is in a different camp about it. And rightfully so. You can be any camp you want. If you want to make a change, then you have to change. And the people around you have to change. And the people around you got to say, well, you know what? What's the alternative? There is an alternative right now. They want to alleviate the alternative. They want to take away your alternative. They don't want you to go to the store. They want you to shop online. They want you to buy the stuff. And for some people, that's convenient. That's easy. But it makes it harder to change paradigms. These paradigm shifts when you try to move into these things. So in the shamanic practices that way too, we try to expand ourselves and open up and try to change the pieces of parts that are hurt. But every time we are working through the process of being human, there's always somebody else trying to figure out how this, how we can manipulate and use this human being that's in front of us. Not everybody is nice. Not everybody is here to coddle you and be your friend. And when you've you've figured that out, I'm not saying you have to become militant and angry and frustrated. No, it just means you have to be aware that you help create, you help sustain this box. I don't care what you do. If you're driving a car, you're buying gas, you're buying a candy bar, you, you buy anything, you're help sustaining the system. But that's the system we all help create. That's our ancestors help create that system. Because it was the people who had a lot of money in the past who made all these systems work so their generations can stay wealthy and they'd stay wealthy and they're going to stay wealthy because they have people like you and me that need the things they have. We have the means and here you go. You want it, we got it. You got it, you need it, we got it. You need candles, we got candles. We got blue candles, gray candles, black candles. We got all kinds of candles. You need lighters? I got all kinds of lighters. I got yellow lighters, black lighters. There's nothing on my table. There's nothing here on my desk. Nothing that I don't help sustain and make other people wealthy. Is this water pure? I don't know. Slap a label on it. Who knows? <clears throat> so when you get frustrated and other people are or mean or frustrating, you got to look at, you got to look at the other people's situations. I'm not saying you have to put your emotions aside and just kind of like dump them over there. I'm not asking, not saying that. What I'm saying is if you're going to sever a relationship with somebody, if something's going to change with somebody and that's the direction you want to go, understand that could be permanent or temporary. If you're okay with that, you're good. There's always a part of you that's always going to have that quandary in that debate that I do the right thing. Why did I do that? Because you know what? Sometimes we do things in the spur of the moment. We do things because we think people should understand us. We think that people should get us. You know, we, we put our grievance in and the grievance isn't received the same way we think it should be. Now we have choices. We can others. we could be appalled. Oh my God, you don't get me. Or maybe our delivery was shitty. You know, there's just some people who don't like to be around people. There are just people who would rather be by themselves, alone, locked away, but they're still contributing to the billionaire mentality. The reason that a lot of us don't have a lot of things is because we're content with what we have and what we think we achieved that once we achieve or come to a certain level and then that's it there's no more and so sometimes that's the truth and sometimes it's not you know sometimes the illusion is more detrimental to us than you know what the reality is you know a lot of us think that we're okay because we could buy because oh I well I have just enough I don't need more because that's you talking to yourself and telling yourself that you don't need more because you may or may not want more but you may do may want more but you're not willing to put the work into getting more the reason a lot of people don't have or they lack of Is they don't want to work. They don't want to do the work. They don't want to get off their ass and do it. Because it takes time away from their TV. Takes time away from their social life. It takes time away from things that they like to do. That's why a lot of people don't do it. But yet, we're here and we knock on people who are successful. Oh, we shut them down. Or we we call them you know, privileged, we call them, you know, this or that, because they, they got it. No, because they were willing to do it because they knew if they, if they did it, they would do it. They created a market. It's business one-on-one. Most people are not business people. They don't want you to be a business person. They don't want you or me to be business people because they're the business people. They're the ones making money. They're the ones who are using you so they can have more. I don't know how this is gonna change. I don't know how we're gonna change the world in this aspect, you know. Maybe buy less, I don't know. But when you buy less, somebody buys more, so it doesn't really matter, it all works out. It, it doesn't seem to hurt these people because it they're just, they're kind of immune to it. It's just energy. Now, now, ask yourself, what, if, if you couldn't fail, what would you do? What, what is something in your life that you would want to succeed at? Something that you would possibly want to do that you're not doing right now? And then you ask yourself a really serious question. Why aren't you doing it? And the reasons could be many, but the majority of the reasons are, I don't have the idea, I don't have the money, I don't have the schooling, you know. Some of the most wealthiest people in the world never went to school. Or I only had a eighth grade education or high school education. What's what's the excuse? What you have to every all the variables have to be just right for you in order to succeed. Now I may be talking to some people here who don't care about you know business or do whatever, but I'm talking about life in general. You know, are are you in the career that you truly wanted to be in? Is this the career you really wanted to be in? Is this really what you wanted to do with your life? Did you really want to be? a doctor, did you really want to be a nurse, did you really want to be, you know, a race car driver, did you really want to be, you know, a dancer, did you really want to be a bouncer, did you really want to be a bartender? You know, there's a point sometimes where humans get tired and they just give in and just quit and stop because they start believing the hype about other human beings oh dude just stay here with us hang out with us you know let's just get fucked up on the weekends oh dude man why are you working all the time you're all the time i remember when i was working at my restaurant how many people would say oh man you're working all the time man you're working all the time why are you working so much because in my mind if i was trying to be successful i was trying to secure you know my legacy with my family i was trying to make sure that they had enough if i passed away Um, the reasons were many for me but I always find the people who have nothing are always the ones that drag you down, the ones who don't give, don't care, who are complacent and love—they love their complacency in their life. You know, a long time ago, a good teacher told me he goes, "You are, back then, you said you are the books, the tapes, and the people you hang around with." Now it would be like you are the recordings and you are the books and the people you hang around with. You are the people you hang around with look around, ask yourself, the people you hang around with, how different or how much alike are you? Are you very similar in your behaviors? Are you very similar in the way you act? You, you probably are. Or pretty damn close to it. If you're a loner and you're alone because of the choices you make, not because somebody else made it for you. Nobody's alone because other people told them to be loners. You're alone because you make, critical decisions that these things were probably you're probably better off not integrating with other people you know if you're not married or do not have a spouse or whatever you know these are integrate pieces and parts that you've decided somewhere along your life I don't know where that's not what we're discussing but somewhere along your life you sacrifice something else for this or that so you, you could have something later you know how many countless people I meet all the time They're like, I wish I would have had kids. I wish I would have got married. I don't know why I can't find a girlfriend. I don't know why people don't look at me like this. Because it's you. You have to do things that are different. You can't be the same and behave the same way and expect the same results. You have to do something completely different, out of character, in order for you to be noticed or to be even identified by the other species <clears throat> excuse me when you look at the birds right when you look at nature who who's the fancy creature it's usually the male in some other species the birds have all the male birds are all colorful and and they do the dancing and they're like look at me look at me and you know and the female's pretty plain i mean in her own right she's beautiful in her own right but she she has she doesn't have the same colors as the males But the male will dance and fight the other males in order for her affection and her love, right? So they can pass on the genes and, you know, the next, the one bird who doesn't get picked, his gene pool, unless he finds another bird, dies right there with him. There are more people who have not been born, okay, than are alive today. Think about that same way in the different species of animals you know there's a lot of us who will be at peace for, for most of us for a lot of us who will be at peace that you know we did what we had to do and that was fine i'm talking to those who want to make a change in their life those who want to you know move into a direction where they are acknowledged or seen for what they need to be seen for that's who i'm talking to If you're doing the same thing over and over and over and it's not getting any results, then you really need to look in the mirror and go, let's focus on this. Why am I not getting the results I'm getting? No, I need. He says, I'm not getting the results. And then you have to really be honest with yourself and look at yourself and ask questions of yourself. Why am I not finding the partner? Why am I not finding the job? Or why am I not finding the situation I need? Because a lot of it has to do with our stinking thinking. And the weight that we carry behind, the anchor we carry behind us through life. So, these are the things we have to think about. If we want to change, what do I need to change in me, little by little, so I can change and have more expectation and things I want from life? You know... I wasn't always the drum guy <clears throat> that was created over time that developed over time. Even now I have to redefine myself in the work that I do because there's a whole new generation of drummers, a whole new generation of dancers, a whole new generation of metaphysical teachers that are coming into light. And so I can either stay in my own ways that would attract a certain group of type of person Or I can be more creative, more abundant, and do more things differently, be open to ideas, be open to possibilities. You know, if anything that you want to happen in your life, anything, it starts with you, it starts with me. It doesn't start with your neighbor or your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend. They're there to cheer you on, and that's about all they can really do. And support you. But in the end you make the final decision. When you look in the mirror, and when you open up your pocketbook and when you put your clothes on, take your clothes off, you jump in the shower, you make the final decision. The same way you were born in this life, when you the same way you were born is the same way you're gonna die. Alone. You were born alone, you die alone. You know? Yeah, sure. Well no, there's people around me and that's what I'm talking about. When you make the final transition, you take the final breath, that's just you, man. That's you by yourself. That's nobody else, that's just you. When my father passed away, when he took his final breath, as I watched him take his final breath, that was him by himself saying goodbye. Now, did my dad live the life he wanted? No. My dad wanted to be an astronomer. My dad wanted to be a scientist. But his father said he was stupid and don't do that. Why you want to do that? (coughs) The other's dream he wanted to be a soccer player. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Woo. Got a little choked up there. But anything that we want to happen in our lives starts with us. (coughs) (coughs) That's hard for people. That's very hard for people to take in sometimes. It's hard. The world can hate you. So what? My family hates me. So what? Can't do anything about it, right? So, so what? My siblings hate me. My mom and dad hate me. So what? My boss hates me. So what? You can either learn to work with him or her or move on to get a new job. Your family hates you, you move on. Create a new family of your own. We get so landlocked in our feelings and our emotions about how other people treat us that we blame other people. Man or woman, doesn't matter. Oh, you're not a woman, Iggy, so you don't know what it means. Well, you're not a man, so you don't know what it means either. I hear that all the time. Because I'm not a woman, I don't get it. Or I'm because I'm not gay, I don't get it. Because I'm not this, I'm not getting it. Listen, I'm a Latin man. I know what I feel when I get treated a certain way. You don't get it. But it doesn't matter. You don't. I don't need to get it. You don't need to get it. You don't need to know what a Latin man feels like when he's being treated or being you know, pushed or treated bad because it doesn't freaking matter. It says more about the person who is spewing that energy and that negativity than it is really about me. Yeah, it doesn't feel good in the moment. It doesn't feel good right there and then, but it doesn't matter. You may think I'm just shrugging it off. It doesn't matter. You walk away. What happens? Nothing. You live your life. You carry on like a good soldier. But you go back for glutton punishment. You go back to the source. You go back to the same energy. You're going to get more of that. And that's why you see more of that. If you think you're a victim, you will always be a victim you think you're a hero you will be a hero the victim mentality has been one of the worst things that we have taught people to do okay how long doing you stay a victim those are the things we need to talk about all right guys i think i've left you with a lot of things to think about a lot going on Hope to see you guys this weekend at the doodah parade on july 4th come and drum with us It'll be a lot of fun all right guys peace and love it's good to be here and i will see you guys next time on Giga garcia live so be well take care and have a wonderful wonderful evening oh